Hello, everyone. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries podcast. It is an honor for us to share with you the good things that we feel like God has for you, and in a very practical, uh, to the point, right now, word. (laughs) And we want to do that today and begin uh, a new podcast to give you the good messages and the good instructions that we find uh, in the Word of God. After 52 years of ministry that Terry's had around the world, preaching in many, many nations, uh, ministering in, in uh, not only in churches, you know, but in Bible schools and so many places, open air crusades, lots and lots of things and lots and lots of miracles. And so we're believing that for you, you know, right now where you are. And no matter where you, where you are today on the map, God's got a plan for you. Seven and a half billion people on the planet, and God has a plan for everybody if they want to sign up and say, yes, give me the plan. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so it's all in the Word of God, and it's the blessing of God that goes along with it by our obedience. So, darling, we want to just talk to the folks about beginning their year in a way that will launch them into a, a better situation than they've ever been in. Amen. Who would have thought we'd have been in 2020? Oh, my. <clears throat> I said the other day to you, we were talking about this, that it was this is like Star Trek-esque numbers, you know, in the mm. year 2020. Captain's log, <laughs> yeah. 2020. 2020. You I mean, know, you just think thought. 20 years ago when we yes. started this, this millennium. Um, That's hard to believe. 20, 20 years, years ago. ago. Yes. And you know, a lot of things have happened in 20 years. A lot of things well, have have happened good for people. A lot of things have happened bad for people. Right, we've had right. some. We've had some tragedies in our life in these yes, twenty years, Thus and we've we had have. some great, wonderful things in our yes. life in these twenty years. Correct. And uh, <laughs> you know, we don't look back. Paul said, "We don't. We forget the things that are oh, behind. Right. We're not looking back. We're we're pressing forward." To the mark, and you know, um, you just said the, the the podcast, which of course it is, and that's what we're used to doing. But it's also a video uh, or a vlog yes. they're calling it these days. And so, <laughs> uh, so those of you uh, that are listening here, you can also go over to our YouTube channel, uh, to Terry Mize's YouTube channel, and catch this uh, on audio, so you can see how pretty on, Renee looks on video. But uh, see how on video. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we're excited about what God's doing. I tell you, Amen. we're we're starting 2020. With our sword up, our shield up, we've got fire in our bones, That's and right. uh, we're determined to take the gospel of Jesus Christ yes, to the hallelujah. nations. We we determined to do more this year than we did last year, to give more this That's year than we exactly did last year, right. to have more salvations more this year than last yes. year, more healings, more miracles, more blind eyes open, deaf ears unstopped, more devils cast out. Yes. Uh, we're not <laughs> slowing down. No, we're not. I have no intention of slowing no. down. I didn't even buy a new pair of tennis shoes. I'm just going to keep going. Just going to keep going. <laughs> I had to throw mine away last year because they were really a problem. <clears throat> but anyway, we're excited about what God's doing, and we're looking forward to the new year. And, and you know, every year when we fly into Mexico City, Renee, yes, every year, every year, uh, I'll look out the airplane window, yes, you know, and I'll, I'll say to you, well, <laughs> I've been landing to this same airport for... Now, 52, now it'll be 52, 52 years. years. Uh, the first time I landed at that airport in Mexico City was 1968. I was 18. And uh, here we are 52 years later. And, wow, uh, we've been that's uh, impressive. Been going to that same huge city. My spiritual parents, Wayne and Martha Myers, brother yes. Wayne's ninety-seven years old now, and uh, still wow. having conventions and still preaching the gospel. And you know, last year when we were there, there were uh, uh, forty-eight hundred people right. in attendance right. and uh, at the at the World Trade Center in, in Mexico City. And the only reason there wasn't five thousand or more is right. because the cartels had been stealing. Uh, gasoline 
from the pipelines. pipelines. And yeah. so the government of Mexico just shut all the pipelines down. There was no petrol. There was no gasoline. Right. And so we even were with one pastor going uh, driving with yes, him. Yes, we he, were. He pulled in three different gas three stations. Trying to find and gas. And they didn't have gas. Yeah. So so uh, there was 4,800 people showed up. Right. But had there been gas, there would have been even more people than that show up. So. I, I, I think what's so <laughs> impressive about that meeting, and any time that we're there with Brother Wayne, is that he has spent over now seven, he's 72 years. 72 years in Mexico. He, has, he and Martha have been missionaries in Mexico for 72 years. And uh, so many of the pastors that attend this conference are ministries that have been uh, raised up and mentored by Wayne and Martha Myers. And it's been uh, based on uh, his whole entire life has been living to give. That's where that phrase came from. Sure, was Absolutely. Wayne Myers, and he's trained these pastors that were in abject poverty, that had nothing, that you know, just were in in, oh, in poverty-stricken villages and <clears throat> homes, and now they they're living in wonderful uh, places with tremendous. Uh, influence in churches sure, absolutely. their children have grown and gone to college and it's just an outstanding thing and their buildings are paid for yes, there's yes, no yes. debt i mean it just proves to you that it, it, that if you give somebody the information and they're hungry for it and they'll actually uh, like gloria copeland says the word will work for you if you work it oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have worked it and these pastors are a light for the gospel of the lord jesus christ and, and yes. proving out living to give works well and i remember right. uh, many of those pastors 52 years ago and 50 sure. years ago and no, 45 right. years i remember when they didn't have two pesos to rub together right. i remember whenever uh, they lived anybody in, been there <laughs> I, I remember when their churches were you know ramshackled and some of the right. uh, the people living in this in, is third in world country adobe adobe huts yes and, you know mud huts even cactus huts I, I can remember the days of going into the otomi indian tribe uh, back there when I was just out of my teens. Wow. Uh, and, and those Indians, I, I was just so amazed, Renee, because they would, to, to build a house, yeah. <clears throat> they would literally take a, a stick and draw a square, however big they wanted the house to be. And it My. wasn't ever very big. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it's not, not as big as this room, their whole house. Wow. But they would, they would, they would uh, draw a line, uh, a square right. with a stick. And then they would plant cactus on that line. Oh, my and goodness. And it's the old cactus that grows straight up. It's right. just a, a, a cylinder, right. just a round. It's not the prickly pears or, no, or right. even the saguaro that has the arms, but it just grows straight up like, like a fence post. And they just plant those on that line. And so over a period of months, those wow. cactus would grow. And when they'd get high enough, then they'd put cardboard and plastic on top of them to form a roof. And, of course, as the cactus grew, the walls grew. And I can My remember going in goodness. those homes, and, and, and that was their homes. That's where they slept. That's where they ate. I mean, that's where they lived. And certainly I, ingenious. I, I can remember going in those homes many times as a young, young missionary, and some little uh, hermana, some little sister, some little mamacita would, would cook food for me. And uh, I can remember those. I used to, I used to count them uh, when they'd make flour tortillas. They'd take the masa or the, 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 the corn tortillas. They'd take the right. masa. And they'd, they'd roll it in a little ball, and then, then they'd begin to pat it out. Uh-huh. And I used to sit there and count, and they'd do 32 pats. <laughs> per 32 pats to, per tortilla. Wow. And, then, and then throw it on an open fire, you know, and cook it. And, and I watched their eyes over the years as I'd go down and preach from them. You know, their eyes would just almost 
burn out very red. from being yeah, over that right. over that smoke, smoke and over all those the time. over those open my, my, fires. My. But I've eaten many a meal in a cactus hut. But now you go down there. Oh my goodness! And they've got big, nice churches. Nobody had a car. Nobody <laughs> had a car back then. Thank now you, they've Jesus. got big, nice cars, and my, and my. they've got nice church buildings, nice homes. Like you said, they send right. their kids to college, and and it just proves that the word of God will right, work right. anywhere. This that's is not right. an American gospel. No, it is not. That's what everybody's got to realize. People this have is told not me just all my life when I preach all over the world. They say, "Well, that's an American gospel." I said, "No, no, no. no this no. didn't come from America. It came. <laughs> this is an Eastern gospel. Yes, it, it is. It, it came from Israel. It came oh, from the my Middle, goodness. Middle East. And if and, it doesn't uh, work in a third world country, why in the world would we just work, preach it here? It, it won't, won't work, work anywhere. anywhere. That's yeah. right. Well, it just it just is a constant testimony to the Word of God that it works in every generation and every season of life and every nation. And it is not gender specific. It'll work for the young, the old, oh, male, absolutely. female. It'll work. Doesn't matter what your heritage or how all the silliness, racism, so color of your skin. It's not a white man's gospel. It's, it belongs to the world. Oh, it's the kingdom of God. And if it doesn't work in every nation. It didn't start out with the white people. No. And the fact is that it, uh, to me is that this gospel, we've seen it work in the most primitive people groups around the world. Oh, I've, the most, I've watched it work in the jungle. Yes, you've seen I've it work. I've watched it work in the jungle. Absolute primitive jungle. Yes. No lights. Simple no, truths. No. And it'll work for anybody. Any that man, any woman, any boy, obey. any girl, anywhere, they'll take the word and work yeah, it. Yeah, do it. Do it. Because it, it's a book of laws and principles. It is. It is. And they work when you work them. Don't work when you no. don't work them. <laughs> and if They're you just get a, laws. And it's amazing to me how, how the enemy of your soul... Uh, really will try to fight you with thoughts and, and send people around to get you offended about it and this, sure. that, or the other. And then the people that complain about the prosperity gospel and that kind of thing. How in the world, why would we not want to tell the world that living to give works? Absolutely. That, that we, we give to God and the, and the concept in our heart, we're giving to God to help people to receive what we need to get done in the earth and then we have plenty to share with other people. And, and the stop. whole thing is not just get it and pour it on my own lust, but that God will bless me Absolutely. unlimitedly. And stop and think about that very phrase, living to, to give. give. People say it fast and they right. just let it run over, you know. I'm glad. Let's slow it down. Fall out their yeah. mouth, you know. But the concept is that right. you're, you're on planet Earth yes. with a purpose. And <laughs> that it. purpose that yes. you're here for, for is to give. That's right. Is to bless. Is to love. Is to lift. Is to care. That's is right. to share. Is to embrace. Is to help people <laughs> and bless people. Right. We're here to be a blessing. We're blessed to, to be, be a, blessing. a blessing. That's where the phrase comes from. I'm living, living to give. We're to not living give. to get. Right. We're not living to to make. We're living to give. We're we're here. Right. How can I help you? That's what the gospel does. That's, That's what right. the Word of God does. It'll take any person out of their situation. Right. Take them out of abject poverty, or it'll take the, the, the miserable person that's in abject riches. Yes. Because <laughs> most of them are miserable. That's true. Oh, well. You'd think if money made you happy, then the rich people would be happy. And they're some of the most miserable people in the miserable world. Miserable people on the planet. They're always but when you teach them else. that you're here to be a blessing. Right. You, you're not here for you. No. You know, you're here to bless somebody else. And so living to give is something I learned from Brother Wayne Myers when I was just a teenager, when I was just 18 years old, and uh, 52 years ago. <laughs> and uh, and so uh, it, it's just been a My. lifestyle. I remember decades ago, 
Jerry Savell, my dear friend, your dear friend, uh, came to see me or call me up maybe. And he said, Terry said, uh, Brother Copeland asked me to call you. And he said, he wants to know if we, meaning him, Jerry and Kenneth, if we can use your phrase, living to give. Mm. And I said, well, oh, my Lord, Jerry, sure, it's not my phrase. I said, I got it from <laughs> Wayne Myers, and he got it from the Holy Ghost. I said, you know, uh-huh. I said, I'd be delighted if y'all use it. Right. Because I said, I said, you know, you've got such a bigger audience than I do. I said, if, if you and Kenneth say it, everybody will get it. No, that's right. And so that's y'all right. may remember, as you listen to Slash Brother Copeland's stuff. programs yes. decades ago, uh, it would, it would, the TV would start up and saying, uh, uh, you know, Kenneth Copeland Ministries, you know, Jesus is Lord, and say this ministry is living to give. Right. And so uh, it's just a, it, it's a, it, it's not a phrase or a catchy slogan. No, that's it's right. a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. That we are on planet Earth to bless somebody. And, you know, we need to go back and check that thing out. You no. know, being the end of the year, you and I always talk about, and we talked about it last week on the podcast that we made from Laredo, uh, and I talk about it all the time. For decades I've talked about it. But the, every year, it's a big deal to me, Every year at the beginning of the year, God issues us, the believers, He issues us a new checkbook. Mm. And it only yeah. has 12 checks in it. Right. Every year, God hands to every believer That's right. a checkbook. And it's got 12 checks in it, labeled January through December. That's right. And how we spend those checks is up to us. That's right. But God has an accounting system. You know, in the Bible, whenever sure Jesus does. was taking up an offering one day or when they were taking up the offering one day, Jesus did something that most people would think is very offensive and very uh, <laughs> ill-mannered and, and, and yeah. not politically correct. Yeah, that's he right. just went that's over right. to the offering plate and just stood there and watched what people put in. Isn't that something? I mean, he just leaned on the, on, the, on the pulpit and just watched. And they'd come up and he'd look them in the eye, look what they put in. He'd look them in the eye, look what they put in, look at the next guy, what they put in. He, he knew what everybody put in. Right. And then he did something else at the end of the offering. He did something that people would really think is bad mannered. <laughs> he told everybody. Traditional offering. He told everybody who gave what. Yes, and he, he said, did. see that little widow lady right over there? She gave more than all you guys. She gave Isn't more than everybody. Something? So Jesus has always watched what you give. Yes, he does. But he doesn't only watch what you give, he watches what you keep. That that's what that offering he watched that. That's day what proved. that was about. That's what that and was about. He said about. she gave more than all, all of you guys. Of you. And they're sitting there saying, hey, Lord, we gave some pretty heavy offerings, especially seeing you stand there watching us. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. But but you gave a big amount. Your amount was bigger than her amount, but I don't count amounts. I count percent. Right. And he said she gave the biggest percent. Even though your amount was bigger, her percent was bigger. She gave 100%. The sacrifice was greater, you know, and it, and that does impress and Jesus the Jesus has always watched what we put in, but he's also always watched what we keep. So Sunday I was preaching for our dear friend Sue Lanz over yes, here in Conroe, Texas. Yes, great time with them. And, uh, and I ministered to them out of 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 5, where the Apostle Paul made a powerful, powerful statement. Mm-hmm. And he said, examine yourselves. Right. He wasn't very happy. He wasn't very happy with the Corinthians, by the way. When he he started out verse uh, chapter thirteen, he said, "This is the third time." (laughs) Wow! Then I'm coming to you the third time. He said, "Now get it straight. Get it right." I've got to come back to your church and straighten this out. Yeah, he said, "This is the third time I am coming to you." Yeah. In the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. I told you before. And I'm telling you again, as if I were present the second time and being absent now, I'm writing it to you, which is the third time. Now, I'm telling you, if I have to come again, 
This is what he said. He said, I'm telling you, I write to them which heretofore have sinned and to all others that if I come again, I will not spare you. Wow. Paul said, I've told you three times, and if you make me come down there a fourth time, I'm not going to spare any of you. You need to straighten up and get your act together. And then he goes on again, and he says, uh, he said, you're seeking the proof of Christ speaking in me, which is not weak, but is mighty. Uh, Though he was crucified through weakness, he lives by the power of God. For we also are weak in him, but we shall live with him by the power of God towards you. Now examine yourselves. He's talking to Christians. He's talking to the church. Now examine yourselves, whether ye be in the faith. Paul said, you need to see if you're in the faith or not. You're you've been preached the faith. faith. Yeah. You've heard the faith. You've heard all the great sermons. You've listened to all yeah. the tapes, read all the books. <laughs> Which you're, one are you going to do? You're the faith guy of the faith guys, but now you need to examine. It, it, it's January. You need to check your. You need to check up from the neck up That's right. to see if you've got hardening of the attitudes because you need to examine yourself and see right. if you're in the faith or not. Prove your own selves. Know ye not how Jesus Christ is in you, unless you're just a reprobate, Paul said. Yeah, wow. I mean, he was pretty tough. He was really tough. And he said, examine yourself. See, it's January. It's examination time. It's fruit inspection time. Here we are, January 2020. Now, it's our job to go back and look at 2019 and do fruit inspection and say, what did we do with 2019? God gave us a checkbook January 2019 last year. How did we spend those 12 checks? How did we spend January, yeah. February, March, April, May? You know, you, Renee, once the calendar hits midnight, once the clock hits midnight, yeah, right. the calendar changes, the page changes. And at midnight tonight, this day will be gone forever. Mm-hmm. We'll never be able to get That's it right. back. Whatever we do for God today will count for eternity, whether it's good, whether it be good, or whether it be bad. Examine yourself. What have you done for God? Well, and that's and my once, job. once the calendar yeah. changes, once midnight hits tonight, it's over. You'll never, ever say, oh, God, I don't like what I did uh, yesterday. I, I want to get that back. You can't get it back. Can't get it back. It's written in the annals of time. It's right. written in history. And so every year this time we say, you know, it's fruit inspection time. What did you do with what you had? And what are you going to do with this right. current year? You Now you have 12 new checks. You have an opportunity to do something for God for eternity right. in January, in February, well, in it, March. And so, then we'll be here a year from now in 2021, yeah. <laughs> and we'll be saying, hey, God's given us a checkbook in 2021. How how did you spend 2020? That's right. It's fruit inspection time. You know, we were doing that last year on the po- uh, last uh, week on the podcast, saying saying some of the things that we've done with orphans on our orphan uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas project, right? Uh, and and how that uh, we've given tens of thousands of dollars because of Hallelujah. our partners have helped us. Yes, uh, thank you, partners. You know, normally I God say you need you to give Lord. without remembering and receive without forgetting. But right. when it comes to this sort of thing that our partners have helped us with, right. we do need to remember and we do need to tell them, hey, we've given to uh, twelve different nations. Yes, we've been uh, given to twenty three well, or twenty five. I forget which mm-hmm. orphan homes. We've given to uh, ministries. We've given to to uh, uh, widows. We've given to uh, we, we've dug five wells this fall. Yes, I was. We, we dug a water we well in Zimbabwe. <laughs> uh, to, we dug one in Zimbabwe, two in India, uh, one in France, or one in Madagascar, Madagascar, and one in Romania. One in Romania. And, and people are with alive. orphanages and that are in such dire well, need. Well, they were drinking out of the river and literally yeah. dying. They the were babies dying. were dying. It was just and terrible. And so now they've got fresh water drinking. We always dig a well at a church, so in the people's minds they have to come to the church or the house of God right. to get water. And so now they've been getting sick. 
They've been dying. Right. We fed them meals. You oh, know, their yes. parents, their parents. <laughs> this one gypsy village in Romania where we just fed them two marvelous meals. Yes. The parents make their children go dig in the go dig through the garbage yes. dump to get something to eat. And yet we fed them these two wonderful meals. We've given money away because of our and you know, somebody asked me yesterday when a pastor called me and said, Can I still give to the orphans? And yes. even even though it's past Christmas, I said, Hey, as long as the money We're still comes giving. in <laughs> as long as the money comes in, we'll keep sending it out. I know. And a hundred percent. Awesome. A hundred percent. That's what's so who, exciting. Who, who does that? No, I we mean give we really fight to make sure that happens. We don't yeah. take any expenses yeah. out. We don't, no, we don't. We don't pay our secretaries out of out of that money. No, no. We cover the expenses out of our ministry, out of Terry Mize right. Ministries. That's right. And yet we give the money out of JMICF, Jackie Mize International Children's Foundation. Right. And so we've given all these tens of thousands of dollars out, uh, and, and we don't take a dime out of it. Well, and we're still giving because money's still coming as in. As long as money comes as money in, we'll comes still in, give it out. We're still committed to helping these people. Absolutely. And this may end up being where people are so caught up in doing this and helping us go uh, to the nations of the world to help the widows and the orphans and, and to feed uh, people. Uh, this is such an exciting time. I just want to give you two scriptures here. In Ephesians chapter 3, what you were talking about, and uh, examine you know, yourself and how we're doing this, living to give and all of that. Ephesians chapter three, uh, Paul just real, you know, he says uh, that through the church, God's going to do all these things. Right. He said the purpose, you were talking about purpose, the purpose for us being here, Ephesians 3 says, is that through the church, God could show the many-sided wisdom of God. Absolutely. And that all of us working together like partners and uh, local churches and all of us together are able to go out. And, we're living to give. We're here to we're, give. Uh, we're here to share. They're counting us down and we've got to go. So we need to say the difference between uh, uh, Terry Mize Ministries and JMICF, because one of them is our foundation for humanitarian aid to helping widows and orphans and That's disaster. Right. The That's other right. is our normal ministry that goes on 24-7 right. all ministers. the time. And the last thing I wanted to say is that my book, my old original book, this book's 42 years old. Wow. More than conquerors. <laughs> and uh, we want to give you this book uh, for a few weeks. I don't know how long we're going to do it, but we just want to give it away. Uh, normally sells for $15, but we, we want you to have it. Just contact our office and ask for it, and we'll send it to you. We'll send it to and, you. And uh, we're going to do that maybe just we'll a few more weeks. I just don't know when we're going to cut it off. Right now, we want to send you that book. So you need to contact us at terrymize.com, and we'll be glad to, uh, to send that to you. That's right. It's a thrill to us because we're living to give. Well, yeah. We want to be a blessing to Examine you. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. So that's, you know, that's do a checkup, like Terry said, from the neck up. That's why we're here. God wants you to take some time to reflect upon your year, what he did for you, where you can correct and amend and all of those things so that through the church, that's each of us individually, doing the will and the work of God on the earth with excellence and doing it better than we've ever done before. God's just using mud as you said. Sure, available mud. Well, our time has gone for today. We're so thrilled for the opportunity to share with you. We love you all dearly. We're praying for you. And we believe what we've said today is going to be a great help for you. And so you just have a wonderful week. And remember, you are more, more than, than conquerors. Bye-bye.